Let's burn something. Two talk show hosts will square off in epic battle. Sharif, Sharif, Rasulam. He can suck my. Yeah, I, I'm a loner, man. I don't like people. Let's burn something. So, if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or bids, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? Let's burn something. Welcome to another episode of Let's Burn Something. I'm one of your hosts, Sharif Reef Musalam, joined always by Burn353. This episode, uh, we're truly talking about anything and everything. We haven't done a podcast in quite a while, so where this begins is uh, pretty much in the middle of one conversation, and I just hit record and just went from there. We had plans, but as always, those get thrown out the window, and uh, this is what you get. So, enjoy. I mean, in most days, you can't even handle your own kids. You're like, uh, one more <laughs> question about this or that, and I'm going to freak out. <laughs> so, fucking, uh, it was a Star Wars meme that had me laughing. They're like, now that I have kids, I understand why fucking uh, Yoda was so eager to die from Luke asking <laughs> all these questions. <laughs> I felt that shit in my soul. <laughs> Did you see the Wolverine post I did? It's like it's like Wolverine sitting on the be- edge of a bed, but you, you see his back, and he's just like looking down, and it's like um, it talked to. He's like regrow, regrow, regrow. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like th- that time that um, <laughs> that Wolverine was worried about his regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I'm gonna go totally fucking dark with this, but like, do you think like his sperm never dies? Like, so if he I don't even a load somewhere, like it wouldn't like dry up or nothing. It would just isn't his whole is his whole skeleton metal the adamantium yeah, metal his whole skeleton is. But that was but that so his mutant powers was that regeneration. But like they they manually put in that skeleton. Oh, okay. But I'm like, well, if he regenerates everything. Wolverine's one, um, his story of, his origin story, I know nothing about. Like, I've never followed X-Men or any of them. I, I, like, I know a little bit. I watched the movies. Right. But I never, like, followed the comic book or anything like that. Oh, I'm a nerd. I could tell you all that. (laughs) Whatever you want. I was more into Ghost Rider, like, the comic book. I liked, I have all the Ghost Rider comics, like, the old ones. Yeah. Like, when he was riding a horse. Like the first Ghost Rider was on a horse. The comic he was a cow. He was like like a flaming head cowboy or something. One of the first ones, and then he became that Johnny whatever, where he was a stunt rider and stuff like that. But that came later. Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. Yeah, that came like way later. The first one I remember seeing, he was a, a cowboy. Yeah, I like the the most recent one. He all drives the stock car and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm all, Robbie Reyes. I'm all saying I think, just so I'm not a total nerd for you. Yeah, I don't even I don't even keep track of it anymore. Like, I don't know where along the line I just don't didn't care about it. I used to care about my comics, and I used to follow it, all the movies and stuff, and then somewhere along the line I just turned off. Like, I just don't like you know, watching the, the, the comic problem, movies. The problem, oh, the movies? Yeah, the movies There's are too all... many. All that, and they're, I was going to say that's the same for the comic books. There's so many, it's like, all right, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Um, the same as stories. You don't, like, even have to wait very long to get the next one. Like, you used to have to wait 
and like, oh, what's going to happen next and stuff. Now there's no wait. There's just like one after another after another yeah. after another, and it just seems like okay. Now I got to buy a set of a hundred and something comics, and when am I going to read all those? Never. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's that started in the '90s, really, when they're like, oh, here's a yep. crossover event. Now you got like twenty books you got to buy. And you're like, see, that's when I got into it. Was in the '90s. Was when the death of Superman. That's what that, when I started collecting comics. I I had the death of Superman comic. I had the and then they also did the death of Batman. At the same time, I did the I had those collection. I got those and then yeah. I was Spawn, and then I was on. Once I got into Image, it was Spawn and Max and the Pit and. All image comics. I'd only buy image yeah. comics. And now they're worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All image comics are worth nothing. Yeah, I mean, I still got like about 10 boxes of comic books, so I should probably just. Do I do too? But... I still got all my. All of them. I don't know what to do with them. Like, I'm never going to get any money or anything. <laughs> I'll, I'll reread them. Like, I usually. It's usually would buy them if I. Like, if I had. If I know I'm going to watch something or, or read it again, that's when I buy it. Yeah. But. I mean, ten boxes. That's just that's crazy, dude. I'm I'm like that with Hot Wheels. I got so many Hot Wheels because I collected them, and I don't even collect them anymore. Like I have, I have them around and setting out. But I've already I already own all the ones I want. I got to the point where like it's just done. The collection's done. But <laughs> saying that, I got all these extras from buying. I used to buy whole collections from people. And then I would keep the ones I want and sell the rest. Well, then I got to the point where I just didn't have enough time to sell all of them. So I now I got like boxes of Hot Wheels, just I, tons. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is that like, not that I'm lazy or I don't have time to sell stuff. It's just like I don't like dealing with people because that too. like the collectors of the world, you know, when it comes yeah. to that kind of stuff, you're like, oh God, just buy this. It's annoying. Yeah. yeah. It's like not everything's perfect and pristine condition and yeah. and it doesn't matter anyway like i just want to tell them dude you're not going to resell this and make money off of it it's not going to happen like you know what i mean the, the people that make money reselling stuff like that they have the nice comics they have like superman one <laughs> you know like they're making money <laughs> and even most of them aren't even trying to sell. i mean i guess they are trying to sell them, but most of them are just keeping it too though they're like eh, i'll wait yeah true but yeah i don't i don't know like collections are stupid <laughs> even though i have a whole bunch of i know them. i got tons of collections and they're they're i look at them and they may they make me happy but like i just look at a lot of wasted money you know yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, like every skateboard deck that i'm looking at on my wall i'm like that's you know, fifty to a hundred dollars each, and I'm like looking at them all, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "This is great," but what the hell was I doing? Yeah, they look cool, but shit. Stuff. Yeah, I'm all like, "Man, why do I have this?" And then, of course, like if your parents come over, then that's a whole like, "Why do you have this?" I'm like, "Oh god." You know what? My parents have never really said anything about my house because I think they always knew this is what my house is going to look like. eh, whatever i'm like you know how my room was when we were in high school yeah that's how my house is gonna look like all the cool stuff on the walls all the posters and now it's just paintings not posters but i got art everywhere and skateboards everywhere i do wonder if anyone bought like when you go to like a store like do anyone buy posters anymore no they don't i I, why is that there i went to well they have a whole place here that's pretty much like a a hippie shop and they have like this whole room full of posters right i go in there thinking all right i need a sublime poster because i was doing a painting 
of the sublime sun and i'm like i'm just gonna go get a sublime poster and then i can look off of that and just use as reference and paint it so i go get one and i go looking for it and i'm looking through all these posters and i i realized that I, the whole time I'm, this a huge huge place of posters i'm the only one that was in there the whole time <laughs> i'm the only person that purchased the poster and I've never, ever, any time I've ever went in that store, ever seen anybody else in that room getting posters. And I'm like, why do they still have this room? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a, it's taken up a whole, you know what I mean? Like, they could use it for inventory. They could use that room for, like, a lot of other stuff. <laughs> They're probably like, we're already fucked. we got to keep it going. Something. They're like, it's just going to be more time and effort. Just leave it. Well, it's one of those places that sells bongs and stuff, so they make their money with that. And the rest of the stuff, I think, is just kind of just kitschy crap. You know, it's just junk. Like a smoke room, just put up random posters every once. Exactly. Anything. Anything would be be more make more sense than what they have it as now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that's the market. Like, yo, these fuckers coming in for bongs. They're going to want a poster. They need a poster. Now, they do have a cool little room that's got blacklight posters only in it, and that's all okay. lit up with blacklights. Now, that one I understand, because that room's like a little experience. You go in there, it's glowing, it's fun, yay. But the other room is boring as fuck, and you can't find the poster <laughs> you need. It's not alphabetical. It's ridiculous. It's like trying to find a book. Like when you were a kid and you didn't understand like the Dewey Decimal System or whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you didn't know how to, how, to, how to manage the library, and you couldn't find your book. That's what it felt like. I was trying to find a Sublime poster. <laughs> I'd look under S's, because that's what Sublime starts with. <laughs> and I would get looking, looking, nothing. It's not under S's. <laughs> I'd go all through the S's, nothing. And I'm like, well, what else would it be? And I'm like, even if it was a sun, it would be sun. It would be S still. And I'm like, so I'm sitting there like, what else could this poster be? What else could this poster be? And I look behind me all of a sudden, and there's says, it says 70s to 80s, and then 80s to 90s, and then 90s to now rock posters and then i'm like why well why is this alphabetical system over here <laughs> so then i turn around so i go over there and then i go and, and i go through the, the rock posters and i'm like okay they're in the 90s go through the 90s and i found it but i was like this system sucks <laughs> <laughs> some fucking hippie was so high he was like i know what i'm gonna do well, like, i'm gonna organize the posters today <laughs> like how do they know what posters to buy like oh we're just gonna buy all of them dude i I don't even know how anyone finds anything because that was an easy thing to find, like a sublime. Like I, w- I knew specifically what I wanted and everything. So like I couldn't imagine if you were looking for some obscure poster, you would never find it. <laughs> I mean, like to me, I'd be like, why would they have a, a sublime poster? I didn't even. They had they had posters in there of that shit that I don't think anyone wants. Like, um, <laughs> no, seriously. Like it's okay. So it's a head shop. They had Michael Bolton poster in there. Who is going into a head shop for a Michael Bolton poster? Like, nobody? <laughs> I mean, I've met some people that are high as fuck, but not that high. <laughs> I don't even know anyone who listens to Michael Bolton. I don't know anybody, but all I know is his, it was him with his hair 
and it's like look like one of the covers of those those old lady like trashy novel um, <laughs> books or whatever. It was all like really bad, airbrushed and stuff. <laughs> you know that thing's probably fucking worth like twenty thousand dollars because who the fuck is gonna buy a Michael Bolton poster? That's true. It might be worth a lot. It might be the only one. <laughs> you know, right after we're recording, I'm gonna be all googling posters to see how much shit costs. Like, oh man, that's a fucking uh... dude. Some posters are worth a lot of money because. I, I met this dude that was a weirdo about collecting posters. I didn't even know that was a thing, but people collect posters or whatever. And this guy's like, you know, so-and-so artist and he makes this poster. Can you try to talk to him and get this poster for me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he'll like, he's like, I'll pay you. And I'm like, okay. So I asked like, the like, artist and he's like, I don't have those anymore. And I was like, okay. I was like, so I was like, sorry, dude, he doesn't have any more. He's like, oh man. <laughs> I was like, and he was telling me how much they were worth and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, why would a poster be worth anything? <laughs> it's paper. <laughs> well, the dude was probably like, uh, I would have asked him, like, why don't you have it anymore? Well, it was like, um, they were limited edition, screen printed. I mean, they were nice posters. They were rock posters. They were like. Pearl Jam. He did Pearl Jam's poster. He did like Fishbone. He did a poster. A lot of '90s okay. band posters, but like for the actual band for like Lollapalooza and shit like that. He was the artist that that made them. And this guy collects those band posters. But a lot of those posters are like limited edition, or they did they only made so many because they silk screened them and shit. You know what I mean? Like right. so, he was looking for the nice, nice posters, like the good, not the photocopy bullshit that we're talking about. But um, yeah, they just didn't have very, very many of them. They're more like prints than posters. Like those to, are like I'd have to imagine that guy had like. That was just business for the uh, the the creator, right? So why is he going to keep them? Yeah, I don't think he was keeping them. I think he just sold out of them. He didn't have any more left. Because when I talked to him, he's like, "I don't have it. I just don't have it." And, like he he didn't have any more. Yeah, but uh, like me, heard. like I I just made prints and I only made so many. And once they're sold out, I I won't make any more because it didn't make some you know collectible. If I make you know make them forever until the day I die, then they ain't going to be worth shit. You know, <laughs> well, that, that one's really gonna buy them just because they'll be like, "Oh, he'll have some." Yeah, like, a lot of people was... think that with yeah. with prints that the artist just keeps a bunch, but they really don't. They try to get rid of them so they don't have any of them, really. Yeah, I mean that's the whole goal. That's <laughs> yeah. everything. It's like, but well, I that guy people... will have it later, so. I... All the time, people don't buy stuff when I post it, and then later, months after I sell out of it, they hit me up and the DMs and want to know how much this and that. I'm like, dude, you're missed out long time ago. It's yeah. gone. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I almost I only got two of those ice cream cones toys left, and I'm trying to sell the last two of those. I only made thirteen of them. But this one guy was hitting me up and wanting to buy. I wanted he wants five of them or whatever, and I'm like, you don't want five of them because then I told him how much they were, and I'm like, you're not buying five of them, and I don't have five of them to sell you anyway. I only have two left. <laughs> <laughs> how do you come up with five? I don't know. It's these people that act like they're ballers, and as soon as uh... you tell them real prices, then they like. Oh, I thought these were like 25 cents or something. Like, I don't know what they think they're cost, but sometimes they come to me. I think they think my stuff's pens. They don't think it's paintings. Because sometimes I don't show anything to show the size of my paintings. Right, yeah. And they look really clean, and they, they look like wood, you know, they're woodcuts. So they, they look like pens sometimes, the way I take pictures of them. So I think some people just think they're pens, because they flip out sometimes. I'm like tell them how much it is i'm like it's a fucking custom painting two feet to you know two feet in size and this and that and it took me months to do it. it's like what do you think it's 
going to be worth. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> drives me crazy. That'd be all difficult. I'm like, why are you asking me? You should know. The thing is, like, this is what I'm saying is what I'm thinking. What I actually say to them is I'm the car salesman, really nice guy. Like, oh, okay, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Everything's cool. Hit me up if you want anything. But I, I always be real nice because you don't never know when they want to come back and get actually buy something, you know? Right. Yeah, but, no, I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it'll get to you, though. Yeah, it's just like I just bitch to everybody else about it, and then I, I'm nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why we are friends. Yep. <laughs> Dude, lately, I don't even bitch about stuff anymore. It's not even worth it. It's like, I don't even want to hear people's opinions on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, pretty much. It's like this whole week, I've been out of touch just because I've been refinishing my deck. <laughs> yeah, same. I haven't been checking stuff as much. So I'm all like, come back, something happens. I'm like, when did this happen? Oh, okay. Like, I totally don't know what happens in the world. I'm yeah, really and then you're like, oh, then you're sad again. You're like, oh, I found out what happened in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back. i like, you motherfuckers could, could be cool until I came back, huh? All right. Yeah, just couldn't keep it cool. <laughs> <laughs> At least a week or something, please. That's all. Yeah. I don't even want to go back to work. <laughs> it's one of those, like, man. So are you actually going into work? No, I was stuff. Uh, but it's still like, even though it's from my home, I'm like, I don't want to work. Oh, I know. I'm the same every day. I'm already like dreading like the interactions and the. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the same. Like I like for me, the part that I hate about being an artist is like I I got to design this crazy stuff that they want, and they come to me like since I do custom stuff with these weird ideas. But sometimes I can't visualize what they're telling me. You know, and like if it gets to a point where it's just not going to work, sometimes it just doesn't work. Like I'm just like, yo, I had this one guy who um, he wanted Baby Yoda done like the hangover baby with the glasses and the hat and in the baby Bjorn, you know, on front. And I was going to do it. And then I was like, well, what's the baby Bjorn going to be? strapped to nothing like that it's not going to make any sense so he's like so i'm like okay well we'll strap it to the mandalorian or whatever i'm like okay so now i got to do the mandalorian with baby fucking yoda on the front right and then so i start designing that but then i have to put those glasses on him and baby yoda's all eyes and ears so when you cover a lot of that up with glasses it doesn't even look like baby yoda it just looked like glasses and ears and I tried so many different ways. And I'm sure another artist could probably pull it off. But I got to the point where I'm just like, I just can't. I just don't see this working, you know. <laughs> and then I just ended up giving the dude a refund because it just didn't work out, you know. I was like, because this, I'd been working on this for months. Like, I tried everything. I tried several different designs and several different angles and shit and designed on it for months and still couldn't get it. So it's like sometimes... You know, that part is what I hate is designing, and then, then I have to eat it sometimes, and I didn't make any money off of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but then again, like, to do what, you know, I didn't want to, like, say, keep trying when I know it wasn't going to happen. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's like, you, sometimes you just know, it's like, dude, this this idea, it, I thought it was a good idea at first until I started trying to implement it. And I'm like, this is a lot more difficult than I thought to pull off. <laughs> yeah, no offense to the dude, but I didn't think it was a good idea as soon as you said it. <laughs> so yeah. Like, oh, okay. 
I mean, I think it would have been cute if I could pull it off, but I just it just didn't work because of the glasses, and and it the whole idea is is around those glasses. Right. You know what I mean? The whole funny part about it is that baby Carlos has those giant glasses on. You know, so I don't know. I thought you know he. He's like, oh, it's Baby Yoda. We just replace a baby human baby with a Baby Yoda. It'll be fine. But, yeah, Baby Yoda's got a weird face. <laughs> Whoa, way to disrespect Baby Yoda there. Nah, Dude, I don't I, know I, anything uh, about Baby Yoda. Dude, I had to – people, it's like, I'm so out of touch. You don't even know. Like, I don't watch any of this shit. So people have me do superheroes and, and like, Yoda and stuff. I don't watch any of this stuff. I watch the original Star Wars. That's the only ones I care about. The first three, the rest of them can suck a dick. I don't care. So, like, like when they come to me and like, Baby Yoda, I don't know what the fuck Baby Yoda even is. So I had to go, like, <laughs> research what Baby Yoda was, what he looked like. You know what I mean? I had to go do all this work just to figure out if I could even design the damn thing. That's the shit I hate. Hand. <laughs> just designing stuff for people is the hard part after i get design painting is easy making the wood cuts and painting it is so easy i can do it like not even paying attention but like designing for people oh it drives me mad <laughs> it drives think, me mad uh, i think yeah that's probably one of my pet peeves is having to deal with people like if you yeah. do something on your life someone was just like hey just do something i think you'd be totally 100% cool with it. Yeah, and, like, for the most part, I, dealing with people, I thought I'm the same way. I'm, like, I'm not that... I don't like it. I don't like dealing with lots of people. But, like, for the most part, I'm, I don't have that many people that are douchebags or mean or anything. But the ones that are make it so bad and so intolerable when you're working with them that they just, like, stick out like a sore thumb and make your life a living hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It only takes one thorn in your side to make it uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't know. I mean, that's that. I think that was pretty much like we were talking about earlier about selling collections. Same thing. I'm like, you know what? This dude was such a pain in the ass. I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah, I got to the same point. You know what? It's like I got all those cars, the Hot Wheels I was telling you about, that are still in boxes, and I don't want them. I, want, I need to get rid of them. I need to sell them. But it got to the point where I know I'm not going to get what I want or what I got into them, so I'll just keep them. Fuck everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I got to the point. It's like if I'm not going to get at least break even on them, then I'm not selling them. Why sell them? I'm not losing my ass on them. I'll just keep them. They're cool. <laughs> Fully understand that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't – There's people act like you – when you deal with other collectors that are buying, they act like you have to sell, like just because you don't need it. They're like, oh, yeah, well, you don't even want it. You don't want it, so why don't you just give it to me? I'm like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Nobody gave these to me. <laughs> yeah, We're not 10 years old anymore. Like, you need to give money to do this. It's not a trade. <laughs> At least, like, yeah, I, uh, I, I just can't deal with people. That's my whole. Well, how do you, do, are you selling those toys that you're making? the trash panda yeah uh, actually before we get any further than that i think that's what our podcast was going to be about but we just ran yeah. forever so yeah i'm gonna leave all this in here though so it's all that's good. fine uh yeah no so the first one uh well let's get into that so we had catatonic on here yeah he had designed uh your dirty dan toy is that what he did for you yeah, I, I, like, sent him, like, the drawings, like, 2D drawings, and then he turned it into, like, a 3D sculpt, 
and um, then he also um, 3D printed them for me so that I could hand paint them and stuff. Right. So yeah. So we're doing that, and those toys came out cool as hell. Um, yeah, they did. And so during that podcast, you're like, "Oh, you should get a toy done." So is that like, what you did? I wanted to talk about the process. Did is so after that podcast, did you send him like a two D design? Yeah, or? So I, I hit him up and I was like, "Hey, I want to get a, a toy done." And he's like, "All right, cool." Like to his credit, he, he was like trash panda. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was just you know that fear of loathing, so I sent him uh, a couple pictures of it. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, cool. I could do that." Um, I said, all right, yeah, I'd like, give it a shot. Like, why not? I mean, to me, I have probably to you, too, when you originally did it. One, it would be cool to see your character in, like, a 3D form. Yeah. Toy form. But then, two, just from, like, a business aspect of it, that's a, something relatively new that people in, I don't want to say field, but, like, in the same kind of genre or field as you aren't really yeah. doing. Yeah, not too many people are, are in the toys. It's because it's expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, sure. super expensive to do. Even on the what we're doing costs money. You know, like, for instance, that, that ice cream cone, I went about that one a whole different way. Like, that one started out eight years ago before you could do all this, have somebody 3D design something for you. Like, I back in... When I started the ice cream cone one, you had to have somebody sculpt it for you. So I had to hire a sculptor. I sent him drawings of all the different angles of my ice cream cone with the skull face in it. And then I sent it to um, at, it was Evan Lamb. He was the one on Facebook, and he sculpted it for me out of clay. And then he made five casts of it for me. And then he sent me those to have and then i paid him however much quite a bit for to do that <laughs> like a big chunk of money so then i had these you know the sculpt and i had these casts but then i was like i can mold these or whatever but then eight years goes by no i do nothing with these because i just don't have the money i don't have the time and then finally i talked to a, a guy to get them to do them for me and this guy's like oh yeah send me one i send him one Months go by, nothing happens. Nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. I call him, and then he starts ghosting me, and then he just yeah. rips me off, and then took my toy and just ripped me off. And then I did that again. Same thing happened. So I got ripped off two times. So now I'm down to, like, two toys. or so. I had only a couple, three toys or something left. So then I was like, man, I, if I keep sending these to these idiots and they keep stealing them from me and ripping me off... I can't do this, you know? So finally I just got to the point where I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to do this at all. Right, and then, yeah. then I met miss, uh, Mr. Mars. And then like, he's in part of my, he's in my crew. So I met him through like, you know, all them guys. And, uh, Mr. Mars said, I can do this for you and blah, blah, blah. So he did it for me. Um, it took a while, but we made it happen. And then, um, got them all painted, molded, only made like 13 of them. Then um, I signed them all and stuff, and I only got like two left. But to get that done was like nine, almost nine years to do it the way I did it because it started before you could just get things 3D modeled and shit. <laughs> right. Now you could just send it to like Catatonic, he could, a sketch, he could 3D model it for you, and somebody can print it right out 
on a 3D printer, it's just so much faster and easier, and the process is cheaper to do it that way. Yeah, so what, uh, let's go to the ice cream uh, cones. Like, what are those made out of? It's, I, don't, I think they're of some kind of vinyl, but they're really heavy. Okay. I don't know if he rotocasts them, or I don't know how he casts them, but they're solid. Like, people look at them, they're not hollow. They're, they have weight to them, and he said there's quite a bit of volume of stuff in them, but I don't know if, you know, I, I think it's vinyl, but I don't yeah. know. Nice. I don't know. Those guys are, are so weird about their materials. I don't want to say it's vinyl, and it's they're like, yeah, it's not vinyl. That's PVC H three nine twenty. You said obviously. Like that. Yeah. Toy people are weird. You gotta think, watch them. Uh, so Canatonic, cool dude. Uh, I just told him like, hey, I don't know anything about anything. So whatever you think gonna work. <laughs> I don't know. I was a little harder to work with than that. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. So when I met with him, I was like, this is what I want. I just need somebody that can do it. And then he did it. He pulled it off. Like, I think when we had a couple of tweaks, like I had him tweak the hands a little bit and I had him thicken a couple of spots up. But then I've used that same one for a while. Yeah, and no, um, I, I, well, I mean, you, I got work from you too. I'm probably the least prob- problematic person. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're easygoing to work with. I've, I've like made stuff for you before, and you're like, yeah, it's fine. Like I've even showed you mock-up, and you're like, why are you showing me a mock-up? Just make it. Like, if I go somewhere, I assume you guys know what you're doing. So, <laughs> like, hey, I, I, I mean, that's what with him. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I, like, he would ask me questions. I'm like, man, whatever works. Like, if you think that looks better go for it like i don't i don't know like i told him i'm like i don't know anything about anything so i don't know anything about anything and i like to keep it that way so don't tell me nothing yeah i'm like like, yo you're the expert it's like when you go to the doctor and the doctor will ask you something i'm like you're the fucking doctor not me i don't fucking know i know but yeah like what are you asking me for yeah like oh what do you think about this i'm like i don't fucking know you're the doctor leave me alone one time I went to a mechanic, um, and my car was, like, making noises and stuff. And the mechanic did that crap to me. He was, like, asking me all these questions. And I was I looked at him at one point, and I was like, this is why I brought it to you. I don't know these <laughs> I don't know why it's doing this. If I did, I would fix it. <laughs> like, Eric, I don't know if it's, like, is that, like, just customer service type thing? Oh, let's get them involved? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like to me, it's just, like, just fucking do it. Like, I don't know. Dude, the worst is tire places. Getting oh, yeah. tires is oh, always, you, they do the whole thing. You go there, they always, if you need one tire, they got to sell you a pair. They, that's their goal is to sell you a pair of tires. Not even a pair, all fucking four. Oh, oh they try all four, but then the, they'll try to stick you with a pair. They're like, but it, it won't drive right if you just got one. I'm like, I've driven a lot of cars with one new tire, and they all drive just fine. <laughs> 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 like, this motherfucker got a point. Oh, like, Hold on, I got to talk to my manager. I'll be back. <laughs> I think we need to change this whole system. <laughs> this guy opened my eyes. <laughs> You're all looking in the, like, in the uh, garage, and they're all fucking having a serious conversation with pointing and like a fucking blackboard. Like, look at here. This is what this fucker said right here. Yeah. You fucking ru- ruined that dude's life, man. But like um, on the <laughs> on the um, on the one toy I forgot I did another toy with catatonic, 
Um, I did a, my Dirty Dan character where his hands are up and he's popping out of a hole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that one, too. I forgot about. Um, we only did, like, two of them. And then I made one for myself, and then I sold one. I made one for somebody else and sold it, but haven't made any sense that. Yeah, no, I, so I got, uh, so he printed, uh, Canatonic printed one for me. Um, and then he sent me the files for that, um, which I couldn't tell you anything about the file types or any of that. Once again, I know fucking nothing, but. But yeah. the cool thing with the... With, it's with probably them, a DXF file or something, like a CAD file of some kind. Right, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, you know, the cool thing with that, with, get, with getting a, a modeler and him in particular, it's like, all right, cool, here's the files. Like, you pay him for the whole design and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hard part, though, well, it's either, like, getting like getting them printed again. Because you could go to him... Uh, or, you know, you can find other places to go. And no one ever wants to fucking tell you where else to go to try them out. The, exactly. Like, that's why I always end up just going to whoever 3D designed it for me because nobody will print them for you. Yeah. Same I, problem. I, I, yeah, so it's kind of like, okay. There's a reason nobody does this shit. There's a reason only me and you and a handful are making toys. It's because it's such a fucking pain in the ass. Half the people are shady as fuck and fucking rip you off. And half the people are so secretive about their stupid whatever they're doing. And you can literally go on YouTube and find out any information on how to do this stuff. So it's not like it's a secret. So, I don't know what they're being secretive about. <laughs> it's like uh, for like uh, making like the enamel pins. Like uh, yeah. I remember asking people. and I mean, I know you told me. Who you use and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, I remember like just like at comic book conventions and all that. I'd ask somebody, "Oh, cool!" Mm-hmm. Like you know, we're, to me, and this is just my mindset here is, if I got pins made from somebody, or let's just go with the toy here. I got uh, the trash panda toy from uh, Catatonic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to direct people to him to give a business because in my mind, that's what you do. You're giving- exactly. And in that in, the, in in that regard too, I'm sure like it's oh this dude was cool. He's sending people my way. Let me hook him up with like some sort of discount or something, or like I could get this toy yeah. done for you faster or something, some sort of perk. Exactly. Uh, these other people, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Because once again, you're not doing the same stuff they're doing. Like you're not doing their. No, but they all assume that you're trying to like get in on whatever they're in on. Like, I had the same problem getting in pins, enamel pins. I finally got a kid that, the Time Worm, he's a dude on, on uh, Instagram that hit me up, and he's like, yo, I, can, I got the pin hookup, this is who it is. You know, we worked together on the first pin, and he even paid for it up front. Like, I didn't even pay anything. He paid for it all up front. And then we split, you know, we sold the pins and then split 50-50. Then after that, I was on my own. He let me have his hookup and everything. And I've used the same pen manufacturer on all the pens. I made over 30 different designs, and I use the same one. Never, I never used anybody else. But yeah, I, yeah. I freely told everybody who my pen person was, because what does it matter if our designs are different? Like you're not that's, stealing my designs. That's what I don't understand. Like what, what exactly is it that they're scared of? Well, I think they're scared of because they're half of them are telling everybody they're made in America, and they're no, no, oh, no. Ena- from what I understand, <laughs> no enamel pins are made in America. People are close. full of shit. Yeah, 
because I looked it up, the process is illegal because of some lead or whatever that they use in the process of making the pins. The, the pins themselves are fine and they're not dangerous, right, but like yeah. the process of making them can be dangerous and they do it in China. Like all the manufacturers, there's like seven, five or seven, five to seven manufacturers of enamel pins that I know of. And like half the people are using the same people. Yeah. They act like they're from different companies and shit. They're not. They have different so, shell company <laughs> names and shit. Yeah. So my whole thing is when I kept trying to, like, I had to, like, investigate Instagram to see who all these pin people were, like, friends with to finally figure out who it was. Exactly. Yeah, it's not hard once you start put, connecting the dots because they all talk to each other and shit. So, like, I know when I would put my pins up, someone would ask me, like, oh, is this, you know, where do you get that done? I just tell them. I, t- I, I, I straight up told them my hookup because I'm like, here's here's who I use. Go for it. Like, I tell people the same, like, you know, people ask me about how I do my art. I tell them, like, you know, what kind of paint I use. I tell them what kind of jigsaw I use. I tell them because, like, no matter what information I give them, I don't feel that they're going to go out and be able to do what I do because they don't have the 40-something years of experience that went along with learning what I do. You know what I mean? Like, they're still, even if I give them all the tools, they can come over and use my shop even. They still can't create what I create because it took all 40 years of a life experience to figure out my style, to figure out, I don't even know how I got to where I'm at. Like, you know, it just comes, a, the style comes along as you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know how it happened. Like, I think back on it and I can piece it back looking back on it but during it i don't i didn't know it was happening i didn't know i had a style i was always looking for a style and i realized after a while that oh i already have one (laughs) (laughs) yeah you start figuring out like what you like to do like that to me that's like i'm having the most fun with this yep that's my style not like it was but it's not just what you like to do it's how you do what you like to do right exactly that's what makes it you know what i mean because with you i've seen you grow because i remember trash panda was very very like simple when you first started now you got a toy you're hand painting them and even the ones that you do paint or marker and or, or whatever you're doing you're doing more details like the shirts have all these color in them like, yeah. you do more every time you do one, because otherwise you'd be bored. If you just did the same Trash Panda every time, you'd get so bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, the, it's all just, I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's like you said, you don't really know how it happens. You just start mm-hmm. getting, I guess, invested in a weird way. Uh, that's probably the wrong word, but you're just like, I like doing this. What do you call the dolphin character? I always like the dolphin character, uh, but you don't, I, so you I don't know his name. Terwilliger is his name. Uh, someone else brought up that name. I'm like, yeah, I'll just use it because it's weird. No, one else is, <laughs> no one's going to use that name. Like, nice. uh, I don't know where that came from. I just drew a dolphin. Just I know you don't live anywhere near the ocean. No, I can't swim. So <laughs> <laughs> The dolphin and the panda make no sense for you at all, no, really, if you like think about that. it. You're not Asian. Nope. <laughs> you don't swim. <laughs> I have, I, and everyone's like, oh, panda's your favorite uh, animal? No. <laughs> I can't tell you. I just did it. I think it, yeah, I think that was from, it was from an inside joke. That's okay for me. Like, I love sharks, like great white sharks, but that's the one thing I'm terrified of is sharks. But I love, like, drawing sharks, painting sharks, looking at, I, I haven't done any sharks in a while. I should do a shark. I like octopuses. I, like, I draw, like, octopuses all the time for no reason. <laughs> and I can't, once again, can't swim or nothing. 
Not by an ocean. I just octopus tentacles are fun to do. Tattooers like like no one else is doing it, so why the fuck not? Dude, I've seen a lot of cool tattoos um, using tentacles like around shoulders and elbows and stuff. How they wrap? It looks like a a octopus is like wrapped around their shoulder or something. But like, but yeah, like looks almost real. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen some cool stuff done with tentacles. Oh, and dude, that. The metal, this metal worker, ah, I wish I could remember his name. He does these gnarly metal tentacles. Like, he makes this, like, little metal arm, and it looks like just a little tentacle coming out of the water. And then it's got little, like, little, you know, the little tentacles on them and stuff. I don't know. It's just really cool. And I was like, man, I need you to make me some of those for my motorcycle so I can have them as the brake levers. So I want tentacle brake levers. (laughs) I think that would be cool as shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't even have a motorcycle i'm like i need that too <laughs> yeah tentacle brake levers just sound fun i mean it'd be different like who else is gonna have it nobody nobody except people who can't swim i need to make this happen <laughs> <laughs> Put it down. write it down i'm gonna ask you in like next podcast hey did you get those done dude i think i could do this <laughs> <laughs> You know how many projects I have? It's ridiculous. Like, I can't even tell you. I have 50 commissions right now. So I have 50 people who think they're my boss. And I have, I have like, all these, like, people that want me to do um, magazine um, interviews and newspaper article interviews and stuff. And that stuff sounds cool. And it sounds like I'm it sounds like I'm bragging. But it's not because I've done so many of these and half of the time nothing happens out of it. You do these interviews. I was about to ask. I was about to say, like, what do you get out of it? Dude, I spent so much time typing. I hate typing, like, words. I like painting and drawing. I don't like typing shit. So I type over, type up a bio. I type up all this information. I send all, I round up all these pictures, and then I have to also tell them information of each picture, like it's a fucking slideshow. And then I, I, it takes fucking forever to do this. I hate doing it. So I do it, and then I send it to them, and nothing happens. Like, I've been in several magazines, but, like, I'd say one out of five, it'll happen. Like, you'll do the whole thing, and then nothing will happen, but one out of five times, it'll it'll actually be in print, and it'll show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, already mad, like, oh, we, we want to put you in our magazine. Cool. Here, do all the work. What? <laughs> like no, no thank you, dude. I did. I interviewed myself on one of them. I legit interviewed myself. They because they're like you know just come up with whatever and send us this and send us that. So yeah, it is like that sometimes. No. They like <laughs> like I'm 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 insulted. Like what? No, yeah. ask yeah. questions. I know. I would. Lo- I would love to be. I love being interviewed. Like um, you um did that one of me before we started doing this podcast, and I still refer people to that. Because they always ask me about, like, you know, how I started and stuff like that. I'm like, here, I talk about it for, like, an hour. <laughs> They're like, oh, you can't fucking type that up and send it to us? <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> well, I, just, I mean, like, to me, like, I mean, we obviously, we bullshit a lot when we talk on podcasts. But, like, how do you, how do you get, like, I don't know, how are you legit interested in someone if you're like, oh, write up everything about yourself? Yeah, and it, yeah, and that's how I felt about it, and I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere on that. But I have to say that one did end up being printed, but I made myself look good. You know what I mean? I took that opportunity. 
you know, I could have been mad about it and been like, oh, I got to fucking interview myself. Fuck this guy. I ain't going to do this shit. Fuck this. But I did inter- took I took it serious. I interviewed myself, had my wife even read over it, make sure I didn't sound stupid. And like, you know, then like, and then, and submitted it. And then it ended up being printed. And I looked, I looked good. I made myself look good because if I was interviewed by somebody else, then I would have been up to them editing it and changing my answers sometimes. And I don't like that. It pisses me off because I didn't say that. You're making me sound like I said something I didn't say. I don't like it when they do that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, well, maybe like if they did it and they're like, oh, here, here here's what we got. You want to look it over? That'd be cool. But I don't know. I, it's like those fucking self-reviews. Like, I, like you had to do that at work. Oh, <laughs> fuck yes. Yes. Like <laughs> your self-review. You want to, You want me to review myself. Because you're a fucking lazy boss and you can't yep. do your job. That's yep. what you want me to do. So I'm going to review myself. Okay, I'm an awesome worker and I deserve a raise. How about that? I'm and, but then they go. Yeah. But then they go. No, you gotta. You know, you gotta be serious or be. Well, I'm an awesome worker and I deserve a raise. <laughs> and then they go. No, no, I'm done, dude. I, at, dude. <laughs> you don't even know, man. But at that place I used to work at, dude, fuck, fuck that place. They used to do that shit all the fucking time, man. I'm I, telling I, you. I just, I think that's where I think that was probably the underlying pet peeve when you said you had to do your own interview. I'm like, fucking self review, not my job. Like, why am I doing your job? You know what I hated about it too was HR. What the fuck's the point of HR? Because half the time (laughs) in in those jobs, I had to do their job. Like, I would go to HR. I was a boss, and I would go to HR, and I'd be like, this is the problem I'm having with this employee, right? I'm the supervisor. And I'm going to them to find out what to do, what's protocol, right? And then they would go, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. I would be the one that implemented it. I would be the one that sometimes even come up with it and she would just sit there and look at me and I would be like, what do you do other than tell people what they can't do? Like (laughs) that's all HR does is is just tell people what they fucking can't do, but they don't tell you how to do it the right way or how to fix things. You know what I mean? Like they just tell you, you can't, can't be on the floor with no safety glasses. You can't do this without that. You can't do this, but then they don't tell you what you can do. You know, (laughs) it's useless. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that'd probably be a good job though. Be like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> do what you're supposed to do. Dude, the HR lady at the, pla- the place I used to work was useless as tits on a bowl. She was useless. <laughs> she was a useless human being. Such a useless person. Like, she couldn't even manage her own shit at all. I don't know how she was supposed to deal with anybody else's problems. <laughs> like, she had so many problems of her own. I'm like, you're the HR. You're the lady I'm supposed to go to. Oh, and the best part was she was the biggest gossiper in the whole fucking place. So if you right. went to the HR person who was supposed to keep it confidential, she was the one that told everybody. <laughs> <laughs> She's the fucking gossip queen. <laughs> sure, I remember uh, there was a show. I can't remember what it was, like a reality show. Where, like, someone, I don't know if it was, like, a camp or something, not to drag this out, but it was something where someone, like, took a shit where they weren't supposed to, like, instead of going out into the woods and, like, digging a hole and, like, shit. Oh, yeah. And they're like, all right, uh, you know, we're not going to say who it is or nothing, but everyone closed their eyes, and if it was you, raise your hand. So, you know, whoever it was, they raised their hand. They're just like, all right, everyone, you know, 
hand down everyone's eyes open. Now you fucking tell everybody who it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh like, dude, I have to tell you this. You have to watch this. There's two things you have to watch. One is Mike Tyson Mysteries. Yes. Hulu. That's all I watch. It's Mike Tyson <laughs> Mysteries on just nonstop. I just like play one. They're only 10 minutes long each. And I just like nonstop, dude. It's the funniest thing I've ever, ever heard. I can't believe they got Mike Tyson to read some of these lines because he's actually playing himself in the in the cartoon. Yeah. And and at the end, he even does this little like like Mr. T style like PSA thing at the end, <laughs> like the old '80s cartoons used to. Dude, it's so worth a watch. All I do is watch it. I love it I so gotta, much. I gotta watch it. And the other one is um, God, it's a vampire show. What we do in the shadows. Yes, I love that show. A movie, the movie. You gotta see the movie because that series oh, is yeah. based off a movie, and the movie is funny as shit. The movie makes me cry laughing. My daughters and i have running yeah. jokes about the movie but the the series i'm watching now and it's just as funny I wa- it's I've, so I've, fucking I've, hilarious I've, I've, I've watched the whole what they have out so far i can't wait for the next season see i'm just i'm i'm probably i think i've only I think i've got like one or two left but the, yeah we watch them all the time the, uh, I love them. the catchphrase i say a lot at work which my one co-worker laughs at all the time i'm always just like fucking guy you fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. I'm like, fucking guy. Nice. You can you can ask anybody. I'm saying that like almost every day. Like something. I'm just like, fucking guy. That's okay. Today I'm playing Red Dead Redemption. My wife's in the in the room, and I played Red Dead Redemption. And I'm in my camp on the game, and I'm walking around in my camp, and it's just like a cowboy game, you know. And I'm doing chores in my camp real quick before I go back out and go hunting. And as I'm walking, one of the people my camp says something to me but as he says something to me i keep walking because my wife is actually in the room talking to me so i wasn't really paying attention and as i walked past i ignored the guy he goes hey arthur arthur and i kept walking he goes well fuck you too (laughs) (laughs) and i laughed i died laughing i'm like oh my god they rockstar makes the best games ever he goes, well, fuck you, too. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. <laughs> Best game ever now. <laughs> Dude, I loved it. So I laughed so hard. My wife laughed. It was perfect. <laughs> well, fuck you, too. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, Arthur. Hey, Arthur. And I just walk right by him. Don't say shit to him. <laughs> well, fuck you, too. <laughs> Start doing that to people. <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> I like to do it when you say hi or wave at somebody and they don't say hi or wave back, and I always say it after they go by. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> I fucking uh, oh man. I mean now with the whole uh, pandemic we got going on, like my tolerance is even less when I have to go to the store because now everyone has like different hours so i have to go where fucking people are there usually i would go like yeah. late at night or like early morning when fucking nobody now i have fucking nothing you know like i don't know if you've gone shopping but like they have the- my wife's been doing it mostly just because i like you i don't have the tolerance i'm just gonna get in a fight with somebody oh i fucking uh this uh I'm always saying something, because I'm usually, like, annoyed, but, like, they have, like, one-way, like, aisles, so, like, there's arrows and stuff. And yeah. If no one's in the aisle, like, by all means, just go in there, like, who gives a shit what direction and all that, but, like, mm-hmm. 
I'll, for some reason, it sounds stupid, but, like, I get annoyed when people don't. Like, if I'm there and this person's, like, getting all close to me. So, I'll, yeah. I'll say something. Like, I'm surprised I haven't been videotaped or anything. Because I'll say I, something to the effect of, like, fucking arrows, how do they fucking work? And then, like, people will, like, look at me. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm always saying some shit. So I said that to, like, this older dude. He had to be, like, in his 60s because I was fucking annoying it. And I fucking turned <laughs> the aisle, and I, this lady was doing the same thing that did, dude, but she apologized to me. And I don't know it's because she heard me from, like, the next aisle. Yeah. I was, like, in the aisle, and I didn't even notice. <laughs> and I was like, and that, but that caught me off guard, and I started laughing. Like, what the fuck, is this lady apologizing for? Like, I didn't even think about it at that point. So I'm like, well, that's a good move. And for me, it's like, I guess it's what's so, so annoying is it's just simple rules. Yeah. Like, you have to wear a shirt to go into a store or shoes to go into a store. Well, now you have to wear a mask. I don't see it encroaching on anyone's freedom, really. And if you can't wear a mask for whatever reason, who cares? Okay, don't wear a mask then. I I never say anything to anybody that's not wearing one. But don't say anything to me for following the rules and wearing one. You know what I mean? Because I have... a, a. you know, kids that have breathing problems and stuff like that. So I'm not wearing it for me. I'm wearing it for other people to keep other people safe in my family. So it's like people look at me. It's I think it's mainly a macho guy thing. But these construction workers and guys that don't, are anti-mask and stuff. I go into okay. these gas stations to get a drink or something. Always one of them says shit about me having a mask on. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, I didn't say shit about your, you not wearing a mask, dickhead. When that's actually the fucking what you're supposed to be doing, dickhead. Head. But, you know, it's like, I, I didn't say anything about that, but you have to make some fucking comment about me when you don't even fucking know me. You know what I mean? You don't fucking know shit about me. But yeah. you're making your some dumb assumption on because I have a mask on or don't have a mask on. I'm like, you, you should make an assumption on if I got a gun or not. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> you should make an assumption if I got a shank in my hand or not. You should yeah. make assumptions like that because you don't know who I am. You know what I mean? People fuck with people and they don't know who the fuck they're fucking with <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> My, my whole thing, like, even before all this is, like, I have fucking, I don't like people near me. So, like, I'm already, like. I don't right. like people at all, yeah, period. So, I'm always just, like, staring at people, like, even before any of this shit happened, like, why the fuck are you next to me right now? You yeah, know, why like, the wait. fuck are you breathing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the potential to like get me sick or something like dude yeah. I'm like more agitated by that and I'm like I don't even really care like this is the funny part or stupid part depending on how you think about it I'm more worried about the money aspect of getting sick than fucking actually getting sick like if you guys don't give a shit about getting sick that's fine but you know that's gonna cost you money yeah you're not gonna be able to work and all that stuff you're gonna have to pay for the hospital and you might die Yep. So it's like, yeah, and then your family's got to deal with that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. Don't, it's just the same group of people I've known as these anti-mask people are just the same group of people just around in my area anyway. It's just a bunch of the redneck, white trash, construction working, um, like labor force people. I don't know why they're so against it but they just are anti it. Like the people that work like in the city for the city, people that work on the roads and stuff, 
like the essence is what I'm seeing. I go into the fucking, I go into the damn gas stations around me and the Casey stores and stuff around me. And that, those are the people that aren't wearing the mask. They're coming in with their fucking construction shit on and they're all pissed off. And you know, they say a bunch of dumb shit. I'm like, what is your problem, man? I know you don't like your life, but you don't have to work construction. You could get a different job. You know, it's like, it's like if you hate your job that much, bro <laughs> that you gotta freak out on me about wearing a mask <laughs> it's like i don't even know why it offends them I think, like i don't yeah, get it i think i would be inter- well i think if anyone was with us it'd be entertaining for them to see our level of annoyance or anger if they could see what i what's going on in the inside of my head they would seriously never mess with because i i want to murder people just because they walk slow in front of me <laughs> like i don't like it when people walk slow in front of me i don't like it when people drive slow in front of me I got places to go, shit to do, get the fuck out of my way. I don't have fucking time for your shit. Like, I, if you don't have fucking, if you have all the time in the world, pull your stupid fucking car off to the side of the road and let everyone go by you then. Yeah. If you are, if you're going 20 miles an hour and a 40, you're a dickhead. Like, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're a fucking dickhead. If you're going in the aisle in the grocery aisle and you're walk and you don't have a disability or something, and you're walking slow as fuck in front of me. And get the fuck the over. Whole, and Let me pass the you. The whole aisle too, man. Yes, in the middle of the file aisle with your fat ass and slide over. Let me by. Like, He's like, what the fuck? Basically, with the shopping cart perpendicular. I'm like, god damn. Oh, and those same ones that park their shitty cars like sideways ways out the fucking parking lot yeah uh, I uh, I always park right next to the really nice vets, the Corvettes <laughs> and stuff. They do the the Ferraris or whatever, yeah. and they park at the edge of the Walmart parking lot, away from everybody else. Yep, I, I go do. out of my way to park by them. I will go out of my way to park my car right next to them. It just as fucked up. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what my parents do. I always laugh at them. I'm just like, yep. why are you parking all the fucking way there? So I'll yep. just laugh about it. Like someone's gonna. I fuck your with car. those cars. I fuck with them so much. I'm like, you think you're car's that nice i'm gonna park my big fucking van correctly right next to you now you can't get out because the other guy is parked on the other side of you <laughs> how about that <laughs> i will never forget i don't know if i told this story before but i'll tell it again um in wrestling when i was in high school this kid had an s10 pickup truck and he his parking spot for high school was right next to a, a shed a building that was like the weight room so there's like his front of his car was had a fence in front of it and then to the left of his car was a building so if anybody was parked on on the right side of him he's kind of like stuck in there anyway let alone if you kind of wedged him in there so what we would do is <laughs> we would pit, bounce the back of his truck up and down and get it hopping like three guys on the back just just jump it up and down and then as we'd get it hopping, our big heavyweight dude would push on it from one side, and we would hop it over to where it, he couldn't back it out because it would back into the building, and he couldn't go forward because there's a fence, and he couldn't go right and turn out of it because there's a car next to him. And then he, So he would have to wait until that person, whoever was next to him, left for school. And so every time, it was fun. <laughs> you dick. Yeah, it was I fun. I remember uh, now that related but uh at uh, college someone would fucking penny people in to their door <laughs> dude i pennied so many people in their rooms you don't even know dude there's so many angry people and i just kept thinking i'm like who the fuck created these doors this way 
Like why? Uh, you know the story about me and Chicken Boy and um, who is Shaggy? Shaggy, you remember yeah. Shaggy? Okay, yeah. so me, Shaggy, and Chicken Boy <laughs> from college, we were pinning random people in their rooms because we were drunk one night, and we went upstairs to the 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 upper level and just started pinning people from the top floor down. <laughs> like we would just walk, we would walk about you know, a couple rooms and they go, let's do this one. We just push the bottom of the door in and shove the pennies in and then go down and do it. And I don't know if anybody got out stuck or anything. We oh, just did a bunch stuck. of rooms. I remember, I remember the, uh, I was never penny did, so, but I just remember bunch, hearing a bunch of people yelling and stuff. I remember people would climb out their window though. Some people on our floor didn't matter because they could climb out on the window and, um, because of the the way the building was set up and and crawl across and get into somebody else's room. We can throw your name on that too. <laughs> oh, dude, I penny people in. Well, we pennied that one kid in, the one that um, he put milk. <laughs> somebody was allergic to milk or something, like oh, definitely dude. allergic, and he put milk in their uh, Gatorade, their oh, water dude. bottle, and then they drank it, and they went. I don't know if they went in anaphylaxis shock or not, but I know they got really sick. And then that kid, I got in a lot of trouble <laughs> that did it because uh, he did it intentionally, you know. And then, um, but anyway, and that kid was also the same kid. He stole a bunch of CDs um, from a bunch of us, and we knew he did it because we found the CDs in his room. And then he, like, we confronted him, and he's and he still says, "Oh no, you know, I didn't do it." And I'm like, literally, CDs had, a, you know, initial. You remember the '90s? Yep. We did initial our CDs and shit. Yep. Have our fucking initials engraved in them. I'm like, yeah, this ain't mine, but it has my name on it. But anyway, we pennied his ass in on finals. Finals morning, we pennied him in, and I don't think he made his first final. I know, I know who we got him on the first one, but we tried to get him back. <laughs> well, that, now you got me thinking of uh, that. We're going to college stories here, but Shaggy once came into my room. He was just. We're sitting there, and he's talking to us, but he's, like, standing. Uh, if you remember those dorms, they had the mirrors on the dressers. Yes. <laughs> he's standing in front of it, but I don't know, if, like, if he wasn't aware, like, of where he was standing. Because he's, like, talking to us, like, normal, con- like, uh, I'll say serious conversation, but, no- you know, nothing serious. <laughs> nothing like, serious ever came out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Like a normal conversation, he's standing in front of the mirror, he's talking to us, but he's like a little to the side so you can see like the back of him in the mirror. And he's like all digging in his ass, scratching his ass as he's talking to us. <laughs> but like, I'm like, is he aware that we can see his hands like straight up his ass or not? Shaggy. He's talking about whatever, and I'm like trying not to laugh. And then I, I never know, knew his real name. About it where I'm like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't doing that on purpose i don't think i even know his real name like i was introduced and like he looked like shaggy everyone from freshman year just called him shaggy and that just stuck like i don't even know the kid's real name (laughs) like he's just Uh, shaggy (laughs) yeah (laughs) did 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 he not look and talk just like shaggy though from scooby-doo like it was ridiculous like every time i'm like he was a blonde shaggy it was it was weird pretty much the same hair dude unless i make it that part up yeah no he had like the straight like kind of it wasn't a bowl cut but it was kind of just like straight and like yeah he's uh i think i'm friends with him on facebook oh you are you're friends with shaggy yeah i didn't know you could do that I thought he was a legend, a myth, <laughs> a mythical creature. You got that one dude that walked around campus in costume, like uh, Zoltar or something. I didn't. I never. I never 
came across him. You never came across Soltar? Uh-uh. So that dude would come, like, uh, oh, who was in my room? I know Clark was in the room. Uh, someone else was in the room. But uh, here, a knock on the door, and uh, I opened it, but I was, like, looking back towards the room, and I see like, mm-hmm. everyone's, like, shocked look on their face. So I'm like, yeah. all right, let me, like, so I turned without looking, and it was Zoltar, and he had this gimmick <laughs> where he was a superhero. Yeah. Uh, and this time, he had, like, a helmet, like, a mask on, and then, like, a fucking blow dryer for, like, a gun-type sh- weapon-type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but what I didn't see, because I knew something was up, I just so I looked him right in the eye. The dude was naked. He was naked. <laughs> he was naked. <laughs> Other than like his helmet, like his, his fucking motorcycle helmet, a mask, and a fucking air dryer. He's like everything. This sector cool. I'm like, yep, the sector's cool, and I can see it. <laughs> like I'm like looking back. I'm like I'm not gonna look down because there's something fucking. I'll know what. What caused me not to look down? I just knew oh. was, like I, I knew he had no shirt on, but I'm like I'm not looking down just from that reaction I saw from everybody. So he had a motorcycle helmet on. He had a fucking and... like a like if you want like evil Knievel big ass motorcycle helmet on. Okay. A fucking uh like a like a uh I guess a robber mask if you will like cut out eye holes. Yeah, like the a, ski mask. Yeah. And then he was holding up a fucking hair dryer like it was a gun. <laughs> And then he's like, is, is everything cool? cool? Yeah, no, he goes, is this sector cool? Like, I was like, yep, the sector's cool. I can hear, like, people groaning, like, uh, like, as I opened the door. Like, when I opened the door, I knew something was wrong. And I was looking at everybody behind me because they were talking or said something. So Dude, I had so much fun in college. Just oh, yeah. the stupid stuff we did. Like, it was so dumb because we were so bored. Like stuff like that would happen all the time because people would get a level of boredom that you would never reach in your life because you don't have you're done with all your schoolwork. There's no parties going on. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody's everybody's bored, and you're just sitting there looking at each other. <laughs> yeah, we were just getting past the the age of like dial up internet. Oh God, so yeah. There I was mean, like, internet was, no was just internet. just yeah. started popping. Yeah, there was no internet. So the only like, thing you used internet for was the to masturbate yeah you didn't use it for anything else <laughs> it's like, it, it took and it took forever to wait for even, stuff yeah, to load say, up it wasn't even for like a video it was like well here's a picture <laughs> <laughs> remember remember when you used to have to wait for a picture to load on dial-up and it would just grind <laughs> it would... <laughs> i remember my uh, my freshman year i was i have no idea how they paired you with your roommates but i was my roommate was like a pastor's son or something he was just fucking annoying as shit. So I would like print out porno pictures and put him like all his folders and all his textbooks. <laughs> I got lucky. I make fun of my roommate, but me, my roommate was pretty cool. Me and Scott got along for the most part all the way through through school. Yeah, yeah, he was cool as shit. Yeah, like me and him, like he he, like I was I was a horrible roommate, but he was cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was wasted half the time. Like, I partied hard in college. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool dude. I hope he doesn't hear this because then he's going to get an ego. But uh, he was a cool yeah. dude. I do remember a couple times waking up when he's, like, in my bed. Dude, that was my fucking favorite when he would act like he was going to get in your bed with you. He would jump. He would go in your guys' room, and he would start. He would climb up the bed to Parrish's bed because he had the bunk bed. And he was like, I'm going to get And Parrish was like, get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I mean, I legit woke up with him, like, hovering over my face in my bed. 
They used to chase me sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, ran, I wasn't even a runner, but I ran fast as hell for a Dude, those was good times. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember just like, you'd be so bored, you're just like, I'm just going to walk to the other end of campus just to see what's going on. Nothing's going on at the other yep. end of campus, but you'd walk all the way down there and be like, yep, nothing's going on. Walk all the way back. Yeah, you're like, this fucking place is lame. Well, we yeah. go back. <laughs> like that was it sometimes i would just call somebody to come get me like, sometimes you just shit. come get me sometimes we just find razor scooters in a in a ditch and just use those all night <laughs> yeah we had quite the adventures on a razor scooters oh my god and rollerblades i remember in the 90s rollerblades was a thing for a second and then we're like okay let's let's get a couple of, let's get some rollerblades so we went to um like played against sports and scored some like trick rollerblades, you know, and then we roll me and Clark and a couple of people rollerbladed for like a month, maybe. <laughs> and then we were like, this is lame. <laughs> and I was like, we're right back to skateboarding. <laughs> I think probably the most exciting adventure, like, like, well, I think I was in my car. I was in my car driving. I forgot who was in the car with me. I don't think you were there, but all of a sudden, I don't know where I was driving to, but all of a sudden, like, in the middle of the road, running towards me was a little person. Like, an Asian <laughs> little person with, like, dyed blonde hair, like, running towards me. <laughs> and I don't remember what he yelled, but I was just, like, staring at him, like, what the fuck is that? Well, I was friends with one um, in college. Uh, he, uh, his name is Dustin, I believe, but um, he... He used to um, hang out with the wrestlers. He wasn't a wrestler or anything. He was just friends with them. But he would come to the wrestler parties, and he was hilarious. This dude was funny. Like, <laughs> he hid in the trash can. You know those trash cans with the big Rubbermaid tops yeah, on them, like the big yeah. trash can? So we're at this party. It's like a kager at, at the Red House in college. And we're at the party house, and he was in the trash can. And his whole thing was, he's drunk, and he's just like in the trash can, and he could peek out of this little hole and see when when girls or anybody would come up onto the porch to come into the house. And the trash can was like right in the front door, right by the front door. As soon as somebody would come in, he'd just pop out of there and go, <laughs> like freak. And he did this on repeat, like all night. Like this is just his thing. We just sat there and scare people at the door, and he would laugh like hysterically after he'd scare them, and then go right back into this little hole and like not talk to anybody. He did that for hours. <laughs> he was just wasted doing that, like entertaining himself. <laughs> I remember going downstairs in that room, in that place. I was like the party house at college. And I was um, I was really drunk or something. I don't even remember. I just remember going downstairs and they were playing Uno. And I was staring at the cards. And they're just like throwing, you know, blue card on our green card and a red card on a purple card. And, and then a one on to, to a nine. And like none of it made sense to my mind because I wasn't playing the game realizing that, you know, the nine was on the nine, you know. <laughs> you know, but when I looked at it, Oh, that's a blue on a on a purple. What the hell? You can't do that. And like everything about it was like wrong to me. And I just remember looking at the people playing the game in disgust. And they go, "What's wrong, Adam?" I go, "Nothing. I just don't get this game." And I walked off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Uno. I totally know how to play Uno. <laughs> but like in that moment, I was like, I just don't get this game. <laughs>
fucking today, everybody. Not today, Satan. Not today. Fucking college, man. Oh, man. I don't even know. This podcast was supposed to be about something that we just bullshitted. So yeah, good. I don't even I'm, know. I'm good with that. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully our listening audience in the nursing home are all still alive and loving Dude, it. Dude, some people listen to us, actually, because I got people that go, oh, I listen to your podcast, and blah, blah, blah. And like, when's the next one coming out? So I know a couple people listen, because I've had people ask me when... Yeah, um, I'm hoping they're like the ones that want like the serious art conversation. No, they actually like to hear me. They like to hear me bitch. The, they like they, they, that's what he said this one dude he goes I love hearing you bitch about the stuff I have to deal with too <laughs> he's yeah. like he's like I have to deal with these clients that fuck with me I have to deal with you know other artists fucking with me I have to deal with you know everything just gonna, just I, art and to, life I'm in general I have to apologize to him I didn't get you amped up this time you were just shooting the shit yeah I'm not I'm not easily amped up these days like you said it's I I'm so worked up about just going outside of the house anymore yeah. that it just it's almost wore me to down to a point where I just am pretty chill with a lot of stuff unless I'm driving. That's the only thing I get road rage bad, but other than that, I don't drive that all. It's just the aisle. People get close to me, but that was way before anything ever happened. Like this, way before COVID. And yeah, all that. I'm just like you just don't me. you just like space. You yeah. wouldn't like it in Europe then, dude. Because oh, when I was not. in England. When I was over in England and, and stuff like that, dude, people over there, they just don't, it's not like they're being rude or anything. They just don't have, they don't give you as much space over there because there isn't as much space over there, probably. Because like you'll be in a pub over there and it's like literally a teeny tiny little room and you've got like 40 people in there drinking, you know? <laughs> you see the, uh, like those like train videos from like India or like Japan or something. I'm like, oh, fuck no. Where people them. pack into the train so yeah, much where like it shows the in. guards, yeah. the security guards pushing them in. Yeah. yeah, it's scary. I'm all like, fuck no, I will walk the 20 miles. I do not give a shit right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be on that train because that's over, over, yeah, overloaded big time. <laughs> I mean, at least for India, like the, the people are like hanging on the outside of the train or on top of the cars and stuff. I'm like, all right, you guys are adapting. I could go with that. But <laughs> shoving everybody, I'm like, no, like you, you can't wait for the next one. They seem so damn happy about it too. Like they always seem like smiles on their faces and yeah, stuff. I'm like it's not it, a big like, deal. This is fucking hell. That's gonna be my hell. Like if there is a hell and I die, that's where I'm gonna be. Like, oh, you gotta get on this train. Fuck no. My hell is just a long line. <laughs> oh, I'm... Just being in a long line. Yeah. And then you get all the way up there. One of those ones with the number where they're calling your number. Yeah. And then you get all the way up there, and then they, then they're like, oh, sorry, we're close today. You have to come back tomorrow. And then it starts all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, I don't do good with lines either. Like, usually, like, if someone's with me, like, usually if I went grocery shopping with my wife, she'd be like, oh, go check out the magazine aisle or something. Like we're in the checkout lane. There's oh, yeah. Lane. My wife will check out for me, too. I get same anxieties. You probably just got PTSD, dude. That's I, what I got. Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably true. And then I, uh, I, the other thing that gets me annoyed is, like, old people at the self-checkout. Because they never know how that fucking shit works. Yeah. And I'm always just looking at them like... I try not to get... Ups I don't get upset with old people. 
because I just lost my grandparents. So like to me, it's just like I think, oh, that's somebody's grandparent. Like for so for me, like it takes a lot for an old person to get me upset. If they're oh, driving yeah. their their car in front of me, I'll freak out. But other than that, like I'll, I'm cool with them. I'm I'm cool. What I don't like is just hostile people, like people that are just overly aggressive for no reason. Yeah, like just be be. yelling at like people behind counters for no reason and stuff like I have Karens and I've stuff like that. <laughs> I've never yelled at anyone like that works at a place. Let <laughs> me see. How's Karen like Karen? <laughs> How does she like that? <laughs> oh, she hates it because I always give her shit for it all the time. I'm like, oh, look, there's another you. <laughs> hey, hey, when you see her, say, hey, Adam said, you're, you're such a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she gets so, she gets all out of shape. Like, look, one of your people. <laughs> She's all like, God damn it. Well, the best part is um, I heard they they were like, somehow it switched to, um, they didn't want to be Karen, it didn't want to be Karen anymore, so they switched it to Christine, and that's my ex-wife's name. <laughs> and and that day that that article came out that everyone's starting to call it Christine instead of Karen, she's like, motherfucker. She was like, they better not. They better not. And she's just like. <laughs> nope, too late. <laughs> like, I was laughing. Rules are rules. <laughs> Rules, rules. <laughs> yeah, no, poor Karen. Cause I was just like, they fucking nailed this one, did they? She's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking nailed this one. Didn't they? I'm like, oh my god, that is a Karen. She's like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, my family will all vouch that I tortured them. Dude, I forgot. Like I forgot until I said it. I was like, "Oh my God, she's named Karen." I was like, "She probably hates it." <laughs> I show her every meme and video. Look, another Karen. <laughs> she gets so mad. <laughs> Once again, rules are rules. I didn't come up with this. So I didn't make the rules. I'm just following them. <laughs> I feel like maybe you should change the stereotype. Get people thinking other other things about Karen. She's like, just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm doing a Transformer logo um, painting yes. of the De- or it's a Decepticon logo. So I'm going to do a 3D version of the Decepticon logo. It's going to be cool. Uh, maybe I'll just do a bunch of Starscream with his high pitch yelling. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I felt sorry for whoever had to do the voiceover for Starscream oh, on the God. original. Oh, yeah. my God. His voice must just be shredded to this day. My fucking vocal cords hurted just hearing it. Like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, I know. It was like everything was like a high-pitched. He sounded like a like a, like a bird almost screaming. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, him and uh, Cobra Commander, too, would hit some high yeah. notes where I'm like, fuck it, A. Yeah, and the S's of Cobra Commander all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, here's a script. What the fuck do I got to say? Oh, God damn it. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. (laughs) They had that one fucking stupid episode with the window wiper, if you remember that one. Oh, yeah. With the fucking, but he kept, like, he was, like, all, like, racist, stereotypical, like, where he would say Viper. So they thought it was, like, a Cobra guy coming. You know what I'd like to, yeah, I remember that, but I, I remember 
there was a short period of time when they had like Sergeant Slaughter on there. Yeah. And they had like people that were like GI Joes, but they weren't GI Joes. Do you remember that? Like in the eighties, maybe early nineties. They had uh, Sergeant Slaughter and his Renegades or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but they also had like other wrestlers. They had like, you know what I mean? They had WWF guys on there. They yeah, had like, yeah, yeah. it was like almost like Scooby Doo. Like they'd have a guest on there like a guest person or whatever yeah but that's why i like mike tyson's mysteries dude they have like guest people and they have silly stuff dude that i love it so much it makes me happy <laughs> and to, yeah, we have to watch it and the burnt pigeon is voiced by this comedian who's just fucking funny as shit it's fun it's, i can't remember his name it's this old comedian from like the man show and shit like he was all, he was on all kinds of shit like that but um he was big in the 80s and 90s, a stand-up comedian, but he's fucking funny, dude, as Pigeon, because he just says whatever the fuck he wants. And it was on Adult <laughs> Swim when it came out, so it was really late at night. So, so it's like they they that. cuss and everything in it. It's hilarious, dude. It's fucking so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the lines that Mike Tice, every episode has a one-liner that you will be saying for the rest of the night. <laughs> every episode. It's like you'll just be walking around saying shit because you're like, that's funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it this week for sure. Dude, you'll freak out. You'll be like, this is the best. <laughs> it's, like, what was I missing? Like, I don't even know what I was doing with my life before I found this. <laughs> That's it, man. Maybe I'll, I'll finally drop the whole fucking guy. <laughs> my Dude, coworker will be happy. You, I guarantee you watch the first episode and you'll be hooked. It just takes one. It's like it's like the red pill or blue pill. I'll take them both. Fresh them up and snort them. Let's do it. <laughs> college days all over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, homie, I better go and All actually right, go do some work. Great catching up. We're recording another podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we call this a podcast or just me and you shooting the shit forever. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title of this one, Shooting the Shit. <laughs> shooting the Shit. <laughs> All right, for everyone who's listening and made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> you should get a prize. <laughs> you now have the skills to survive Wait, the rest of 20 I'm going to give them a secret, secret prize right now. Here's your prize. The password is up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right, A, B, A, B, A, B. There you go. <laughs> Some old school Nintendo passwords for you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we hate this podcast so much. <laughs> I think we gotta have a tagline like "Avoid the probe." Dude, I just, I just want some people to fucking listen to this sometimes and just go, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Till next right. time. See you, man.